0: In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward. Welcome to this week's edition of Moving Forward. I'm your host, Kristen Epper, and today my guest is Julie Quinn. Julie is the founder of Quinn Essentials, an organic essential oil products company. Julie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. So I wanted to just start off, what was your journey? How did you discover herbs and oils, and how did you ultimately become a healer?
1: Wow, it's a, it's kind of a crazy story with a lot of twists and turns, but I was a dancer my entire life, and I was in Chicago at Columbia College majoring in dance, and I was almost done with with college, I was about to graduate. And one day in modern dance class, I fell, broke my foot and uh, yeah. And so that was kind dancer. of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Um, so I ended up having to basically stay in Chicago for an extra year so I could take that modern dance class over the, the second semester of the following year. And I stumbled into a healing bookstore that I always liked to go to. And I just Opened up a book about healing and meditation, and it had all these different techniques in it. And I just really started getting into healing arts. And one day, one of my friends said, hey, I'm going to take this herbal certification course. Would you want to do it with me? And I, I was thinking, yeah, I mean, I'm not dancing right now, and I'd love to keep learning and just fill my time with something neat. So I said, yeah, I would love to do an herbal certification course. So I did. And then she and I started formulating some products together, and we started a little business, and we formulated probably about twenty products or so. And one day, I just was thinking to myself that I wanted everything to be organic, and I really wanted to keep moving forward with a product line. And the name Quintessentials came in because my last name is Quinn, and it was it's all so about cute. yeah, <laughs> thank you, and it's all about essential oils. So. Um, So Quintessentials was born and my friend actually wanted to move on and become a designer anyways and so we parted ways and I started Quintessentials and there were so many little messages from the universe and things that were happening putting me in the right place at the right time to basically conspire to make it happen.
0: I love that and I love how you turned something that at the time I'm sure was just so traumatic and disheartening Mm -hmm. and decided I'm not going to let this get me down and I'm going to keep moving forward and I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow and I'm going to make this work. I wanted to, because I think I told you this last time, so before I ever met you, I was introduced to your yoga mat spray and some of your other products, not thinking, oh, there's a real person behind this, just (laughs) these are great. So that's one of your essential products, I would say. I I know it's one that I was first exposed to, but how did the yoga mat spray come about? Because I think that that is so unique, and I might have told you this previously, I had been cleaning my own yoga mat with just a distant it from Target. And each time I would go into Downward downward Dog, I would completely face plant. It was not helpful as far as keeping me on my mat. And what you have invented is amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about that product and how it came about? (laughs) It's a funny story,
1: actually. So um, while I was in school, that was like 2001, 2002. And I always held little jobs here and there. I've always had amazing jobs at holistic places, holistic chiropractors, um, raw vegan organic restaurants. And then I moved my way out to San Diego. I started working for Lululemon and I was doing merchandising and helping to manage the store out there in La Jolla. And we had to come up with ten community-related goals, and I mean, ten community-related goals—that's a lot of goals. That is so a I lot was really, <laughs> I know, I was like grasping, like, what else can I do? Um, so I decided that you know we do community yoga, and we offer free yoga to the community every week, and we have all these yoga mats that we let people use. And I was like, well, that's that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> And so um, I took some some money from the register to do, I did a paid out, what we call it, and I basically just took some money. I walked down the street to Pharmaca, and I bought some essential oils, and I walked down the street to Ace Hardware, and I bought a big industrial spray bottle, and then I took some construction paper, and I wrote yoga mat spray, and I drew a little rainbow on it, and I laminated it, and I- <laughs> Taped around this Ace Hardware. All out of- for that. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and um, I had already made a lot of products with real labels and things of this nature, but this was just a quick yoga mat spray for the community yoga mats, and people started loving it and asking for it, and you know the La Jouyans, Oh, they're particular, they, oh, they let's say. They do not like it when th- we are out of yoga mat spray. <laughs> and so, um, and so my, my manager at the time said, hey, we should sell this here, but you need to make it legit. You need like a website and you need to do real labels. And so I just, I had recently planned a wedding for myself and um, there was like a wedding website and I had seen all these labels and invitations and things you could create so quickly i got on there and i used a cute template it looks shabby chic it was aqua blue and white and i designed the labels and i um, another friend of mine just said, Hey, my mom has a personal assistant and she does websites on the side. And I was like, perfect. So can you just give me a-? it was pretty much just a splash page. And so we did that. And then Lululemon didn't not end up carrying the product because they just said that they're, you know they're not best in the world at their accessories yet. And they want to be able to give themselves time to perfect a product and they would want more premium packaging and all this. So anyway, we sold it on the down low. at <laughs> So people would come in and be like, Pshhh. Hey, can I get that yoga mat spray? <laughs> and we had a little envelope <laughs> with my name on it.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: I know, so that's funny. And then, um, and then I finally ended up getting an account, a large account with Core Power, and they had sixty-five mm. locations at the time, and they're a hot yoga studio, and so it was just perfect. Like, they were ordering about a thousand bottles a month from me. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, about a thousand bottles a month. So I was able to just quit my jobs for the first time, you know? Yeah. Just basically filling up my living room with a thousand yoga mat spray bottles and making it happen. And then, yeah, it's just, it's just funny how these circumstances bring you to where you are and you create these products based on whatever you need and whatever's around you. And
0: Yeah. I mean, someone had just said to me yesterday, I let my audience determine what I do as far as education, as far as product placement, as far as all of that. And Mm -hmm. there was something else I wanted to circle back to that you Uh mentioned. And I know that you do still teach yoga, but being really what Marie Forleo has called a multifaceted entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. especially for any of our listeners who are just starting out and you can't quit the day job or you're really attempting to leave, you have multiple interests and you do multiple Mm -hmm. things very well. Can you speak to us? about that, and I know it kind of ebbs and flows for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I do have multiple
1: interests. I've always been a dancer, and then I've always branched out and done other things. Like when I was a child, I did sports. I'm very athletic. Um, but then I started, you know, delving into the healing arts and learning about meditation and learning about yoga, and I have my yoga certification. I am a yoga teacher in addition to owning my business, so I still have that. Um
0: and you don't it's, let it's labels a,
1: define you, I, which is what I like about thanks. Yeah, what you do. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I do. I lead retreats. I'm a Reiki master, which is energy healing. I'm really into the yoga and all different types of yoga. So I'm teaching about 10 classes around town right now at some of the best yoga studios in San Diego. And I, I do all that because I'm a people person, because I love people and I need to go... I couldn't just sit in my Harry Potter little shop (laughs) all (laughs) day and make these products. I need human interaction and and I feed off that. And it's also a time in your life where you just set aside an hour to get clear in your own practice. But you can also set aside an hour to help
0: uplift other people too. I like that. I like that message of giving back. And I think too, Jim Harmon, one of our recent guests spoke about this, knowing your own values and your own purpose, and then allowing that to drive you forward. And it doesn't have to materialize into just one thing. It can be very multifaceted. Yes, absolutely. So we spoke about, the last time you and I talked, quitting you. (laughs) Yep. And I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about that, because I know that we've all wanted to do that from time to time just kind of you know you hit that wall and you really want to give us up. So can you give us an example when this happened and what you decided to do instead? Oh gosh, I've I tried to quit myself several times. <laughs> 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 unsuccessfully, luckily.
1: Um unsuccessfully luckily, yes, because I know one of the times I was moving to California and fi- you know having financial struggles with my fiance and getting out to San Diego and really not knowing anyone and I land a job at a spa, you know, doing front desk. Mm-hmm. I had done a lot of front desk work at spas, so I had that experience. But you know, it's like ten, twelve dollars an hour, and you're trying to
0: you're yeah, trying to make live. your way
1: and live. And then, you know, I bounce around. I manage another place, and then I go to another place, and then I'm trying to maybe work my way up the corporate ladder with Lululemon or Core Power. With these companies, I'm thinking, well, you know, it would just be easier to get that paycheck handed to you and the, the benefits and
0: all yeah. the,
1: you know, sometimes it's just like, wow, why am I, why am I spending every penny that I have on labels and bottles and essential oils? Like really, what mm. am I doing? Yeah. And I questioned, I questioned it in the past, but then, and the funniest things would happen from the universe. Like I would get this phone call from someone from six years ago in Chicago that would be like, Hey, um, do you still make that face serum? I, I love it. I've tried other things and I just want to go back to it. And it's like, okay, I'll make you a batch of face serum. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay. And then the chiropractor emails me and says, hey, I need that salve for sore muscles and bones. It's the only Mm. thing that works. And it works on all this pain, inflammation, bruising, swelling, jewels. Do you still make that? Like I do now. I do now. <laughs> I never say no, you know?
0: Yeah. I, well, I like that message too because I think someone, I think it was Shandra Rhimes, was just saying when you say yes to the universe and you do that, so much opens up for you rather than shutting yourself down. And I love that story because I firmly believe that synchronicity is how the universe speaks to us. And I'm really very, very grounded in that belief. So I wanted to ask you, are you spiritual? Are you religious? And what's the difference to you? I would say
1: I'm both. I've I've been brought up and raised in, you know, formal religion, Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Pretty formal. It is very formal. It is very <laughs> formal. And you know, I have to say that like I really like to take some of the teachings and the lessons and the stories and the angels and the saints and all this mm. good vibration from it. And I just I just take that part of it. And there's another part of it that it just seems like the difference between spirituality and religion is the religion has a lot more of a fear base and the spirituality seems to be really grounded in love and uplifting and harmony and light. And it's like reminding us of what we have inside of ourselves rather than seeking something from outside of ourselves. And there's something to be said for having reverence and devotion and grace around other spiritual being entities that may be, you know, a higher power than us, but there's also that part of us that's deep inside that we need to acknowledge, you know, our happiness and our harmony and our joy and our peace and our light lives inside of us.
0: I, that so resonates with me, I can't even tell you, because I believe, and I've heard Ayanla Van Zant say this, that I pray to an internal God. I don't pray to an external God. And the times where I've really gotten myself in trouble in my life is when I'm trying to live up to someone else's expectations, whether it's a boss or a parent or even a friend. It's yeah. where I really um, I go off my path. So I really I love that answer and the way you describe that. It's, it's interesting, too, because I think that religion will punish us
1: for the things that we've supposedly done wrong, you know, quote, unquote, wrong in
0: our life. And spirituality will just look at it as a lesson. Mm, I like that. Because as a kid, and I grew up Catholic as well, there was a lot of fear based rhetoric in my household. And it was walking this line of not messing up. (laughs) And I, you know, rather than having someone say, well, what did you learn when you failed? Because to to be human is to fail. So that's going to happen. And just not seeing it as a sign of weakness, but as an opportunity to grow. Oh, yeah. All all the time. (laughs) All the time. Hey, Moving Forward listeners. If you're enjoying today's episode, consider supporting the podcast. You can purchase a copy of The Corporate Clichés Adult Coloring Book or try out Amazon Prime Or audible using one of my affiliate links, which you can find in the write up for any of the episodes at bemovingforward.com. So, I wanted to talk to you about listening to your intuition and your gut. And I know that that's important to you. And we've talked about how that has shown up. Can you tell us about any ways you've cultivated that inner voice? Do you have any specific practices? And where have you learned to harness that gift? Oh, wow, there's a
1: lot of ways that you can harness that gift and a lot of ways that, that I do. And part of it is just doing nothing. Oh, <laughs> allowing yeah. Allowing yourself to be, allowing yourself to drift, daydream, get some blank space. And, you know, that could be called meditation. That could be just called letting yourself slow down. Um, I think it's important to give yourself... Time and space to just allow the messages to come through for yourself. Allow time to gain clarity and insight. Mm. And journaling. Journaling is huge. There's definitely some surface stuff like things to do lists and what do I need to do today and how do I feel about this or that. And then all of a sudden, it shifts. If you keep Mm. writing, you keep going, these beautiful nuggets of information come forth. Sometimes you
0: can just gain a lot of clarity from being quiet, from sitting still, from writing. I love that. I think that's so important. I have um, a good friend who is a strong advocate of morning pages. One of the things, too, um... (laughs) I know I'm in trouble and I know I'm not mm, kind of with the right people when they say to me when I meet someone and they talk about all they do and they have this line that inevitably comes up, I can't sit still. Oh,
1: yeah. Right?
0: And they see it as a strength that they're always going, 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 achieving, achieving, achieving. And I used to as well, but I've started to realize that that is when you don't think, when you're doing what other people expect of you and you're not cultivating that inner knowledge of what needs to come next, what do I need to do. So whether I know we talked about writing, we talked about meditation, we also before this talked about surfing, but anything where you're just singularly focused and you're able to let the rest of the world go, I just think that's so important to the human experience
1: absolutely it's definitely one of the yoga sutras mentions it's yogas chitta vritti nirodhana it's the restraint of the fluctuation of the mind stuff is yoga mm. and it's like when we unite with our body our mind our spirit we're really connecting with our body and our mind and our spirit through the breath you know so slowing yeah. down just enough if if you can't sit still to breathe deeper to breathe a little slower then you're just you're just monkey mind yeah I like. And you're that. having also thinking about the fact that, you know, ninety percent of your thoughts that you have each day are the same thoughts you had yesterday. Oh yeah. And so, how do we change that? How do we create more space for our mind? It's by slowing down. It's by doing yoga, practicing. You know, there's studies that show that the cells in your brain will will function better through a breathwork practice through a yoga practice that actually you'll really, really literally create more space inside of your mind for genius to come through, for divine spirit to come through. Where do you think creative genius comes from? It's, yeah, it's definitely
0: not from the monkey mind. No, it's not from Charging Head. I love that. And I, it reminds me of something I've heard Deepak Chopra say, which is be the observer of your thoughts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Witness witness your thoughts. I just, Mm -hmm. I think that that is so key because then it gives you perspective when you when you are in that monkey mind to be able to say well why why are you thinking about that why are you thinking about your tires and you know this person or that or you know something trivial that i thought about yesterday yeah
1: we're going to think about things we're humans but you right. know in yoga that's i like to talk about you know witnessing your breath
0: so mm. instead
1: of even having all these thoughts you're just watching the inhale as it comes in holding it in And then witnessing the exhale as it leaves your body and feeling that space. I even feel calmer when you say that. (laughs) No, I just slowed down.
0: Exactly. Well, (laughs) you are a very calming person, spirit. What do you think that you do best? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that, like
1: you had said, I'm so multifaceted. I have so many loves, I have so many interests, and I know this about myself. And so I'll never really be best in the world at any one thing. I just know that. I just know that. Like, yeah, I know I'm a great aromatherapist. I'm great at it. I made a whole entire product line. I know it's awesome. Am I best in the world at that? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) There are other people who have master's degrees in aromatherapy out there. Then, you know, it's like, oh, you're a yoga teacher. So am I going to be best in the world at teaching yoga? No. No, there's no one yoga teacher for everybody, right? Right. You can't really put a label on what you're best at. Um, It's not like I'm an Olympic athlete and I'm going to get first place, you know?
0: No, that's true. I think so many of us, especially as Americans, we're looking for this blue ribbon in everything that we do, and it goes to that like, inability to be still, and we're charging ahead, and we're trying to win, and people probably come to your class, and they try to win yoga, or they're trying to oh, win yeah. their job, or whatever it happens to be, and it's it's not winnable at well, this point. Well, I call it quinning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. I like quenny. the word play. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Know thyself. I'm totally kidding.
0: No, I like <laughs> that, though. It's so true. So next question. So I wanted to ask you too, one of the best reminders for me came from one of our earlier conversations along the lines of winning. And that was uh, with regard to the law of detachment. So can you define for our listeners, the spiritual law and how do you detach from an outcome when you are really invested? I think that this is one of the things too, that we struggle with. We look at something or sometimes someone, and we want that to cultivate that in our life. So badly, whether it's a job, whether it is first place, whether, It's a relationship. So how do you detach when you're so invested in an outcome? Oh, that's such a good question.
1: It's such a good question. But throughout my life, um, I've noticed definitely that the things that I haven't gotten, Mm -hmm. I didn't get those things for a reason.
0: Because Mm -hmm. I would
1: not be happy and where I am and following my calling, my truth, if I would have gotten that corporate job, if I would have yeah. been able to move up the ladder, if I would have gotten the six-figure income, if I, you know, would have had that handed to me, then there's no way that I would have found my truth, my calling. I really feel every day now that I'm doing exactly what I should be doing Yeah. on the planet. And that, you know, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, 5 years ago, I didn't know all that. I, I was still searching for it outside of myself. I was still hoping that i would just stumble upon some amazing pile of money or you know <laughs> that would be nice wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: and
1: there's another you know there's another piece to that with relationships it's like okay you know i've i don't see breaking up divorce as a failure i don't see these things as a failed relationship i see it as you know your time with that person has served its purpose and now it's time mm-hmm. to move on to the next great thing and you know we just have to trust and surrender so that's the that's the law of the universe it's being able to surrender to that higher power that higher self that higher truth your high you know you're you're constantly manifesting and creating your destiny based on exactly what you don't want exactly what you do want you're mm. you're living in the contrast sometimes and sometimes you're living in the harmony and the bliss And it's like, we just have to trust that the universe has some amazing plan for us that's better
0: than what we could ever plan for ourselves. I love that. It's hard to do, though. I mean, we're sitting here and talking about it, but as human beings, and I'm no exception, we're so married to control. And it's so easy to look backwards at what I had rather than have positive expectations Mm -hmm. for the future, So I think that's where what you mentioned about being still and kind of that self-study when you reflect on your own life, I didn't get this, and all of these great things happened as a result. Yes. really comes into play. Oh, it's so important. It's also important to look
1: back at the the things that have happened that maybe have not been the most pleasant, you know, uh, like for me breaking my foot. Right. Absolutely. That was devastating. But when it happened and when you're in it, it's really hard to see the light Oh, yeah. You know, at the end of the tunnel. It's really hard. You're in this struggle, and that can happen day to day, in and out, all the time. We're constantly being shown the contrast, the struggle, the hardships. But we've got to be able to just trust that there is a light. There is some reason for all of it. There's got to be some greater message, and you can't give up on hope. You just have to
0: keep shifting.
1: And part of that is the practice. You know, you have to uplift yourself every day. And Mm. that's why we have the essential oils. Mm -hmm. They're the most uplifting substance on our planet. You know, if everything vibrates, I'm a vibration, your thought is a vibration. The essential oils are here to uplift us. The yoga practice is here to uplift us. The breathing practice, just sitting, being still, being calm. These are all tools to just remind us that we have to trust the universe. We have to surrender sometimes. We think we know what we want and we just don't. We just don't. <laughs> I, li-
0: I Yeah, I think a couple of things that strike me. I mean, first of all, you have to experience the dark, dark to understand the contrast of the light. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that just is. And I think being willing to be wrong, I guess is the way I would say it about what is the best path the chosen path, whatever it happens to be. And no, and I've learned this recently too, you can't push the river. Whatever is Mm -hmm. supposed to happen, when it's supposed to happen, divine timing is a big lesson that I've been learning recently. It it will be. And just being patient and accepting that because impatience is worry and worry Mm -hmm. is fear. And you can choose to live in fear or you can choose to live in love.
1: Absolutely. Well said, Kristen.
0: I've been reading by Marianne Williamson recently. Totally. I, th-
1: I think we, I think we talked about that quote when we sat down.
0: Did we? Cause day. I just came upon it a day or two ago. Oh really? So okay. yeah, maybe it, it, yeah, everything happens. Mm-hmm. So when do you feel the most free?
1: Hmm. When do I feel the most free? Probably, probably on my yoga mat. Mm-hmm. Can get into that zone, move my body. And be with my breath, and you know that, but you know, there's also times when you get on your yoga mat and your body feels rickety and it doesn't want to move, and yeah, you know, so that's there's always got to be a contrast in there, but I find a lot of freedom in being alone and being in nature, walking, yeah. Do you still dance? I don't really dance, I feel that I do the most sacred dance of all, which is yoga, Mm, and that's a great outlet for me and my body. And I still get to cultivate that feeling of freedom through the yoga practice the way that I did through the dancing. But, um, no, I haven't danced in a few years and that's okay. It's just, it was hard on my body and I feel yeah. like I go, when I want to do something, I go all in. Mm. Yeah. And you kind of have to with dance. I feel like oh, true. you can't just show up and take a ballet class and be awesome the way, you <laughs> know, like after <laughs> Four years of not doing it, you're, yeah. you know, or three years or two years, and you show up at a modern dance class, and it's like it's not like something where you're just, oh, here I am, still the same amount of flexibility, <laughs> still the same amount of strength. No, no, doesn't happen. No. no, it takes a little while to cultivate it back up. You
0: know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a important discovery, just realizing how harsh it is on your body and what is not harsh, and yeah. moving towards that. Yeah. Mm got to find a little freedom every day, right? Yeah. I like that. I think we should all strive for that. Very good. I like Mm -hmm. that. So if our listeners wanted to connect with you and learn more about the quintessentials line, Mm -hmm. how would they do that?
1: Well, I have a website. It's um, quintessentialsproducts.com and quintessentials has two N's like my last name. Nice. Yeah. And um, that would probably be the best way to reach me through a message on there. Uh, I also have a Facebook page with Perfect. for quintessentials products, so you can find me. Beautiful, I <laughs> my, love that. My yoga schedules on there too, so <laughs> if anybody in San local, Diego, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, come to my yoga class. Anyone in the San Diego area, thank you, Julie, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners learned a lot. And best of luck to you. Oh, thank you so much, Kristen. It was a pleasure. Thank you for being here today. And listeners, thank you. If you would like to learn more about any of our guests, please go to bemovingforward.com. That's B-E movingforward.com. Thanks. We'll see you next week. And Satnam. Now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.